0: Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, everybody, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 272. So we haven't done one of these episodes in quite a while. These are usually some of our more popular ones, but I'm going to share with you some recordings of some live coaching that we did over on Clubhouse last month, two sessions that I thought were just incredibly powerful. But here's the reason why I'm sharing these sessions with you today. Well, first off, if you haven't heard the word, I am actually no longer doing Clubhouse sessions made the decision to not focus on that platform anymore moving forward. But here's the reason why I made that decision, because I finally, this is something I've been waiting for for a long time, I finally got access to Facebook Live audio rooms, which are basically Clubhouse on Facebook, but so much better because there's so many more features that Facebook gives you for the broadcast that just make it way more conducive to reach a bigger audience and to serve more people. And that's always our mission is how can we serve the most people. And so we made the decision we're going to shift the Your Virtual Upline show over to Facebook starting at the time of me publishing this in just a few days. We're going to be starting the show on Monday, January 17th. It happens every Monday morning at 9 a.m. from 9 to ten a.m. We're broadcasting live, and it's an opportunity for you to get some one-on-one coaching from me. Well, I guess one to many, technically, because I'm coaching you in front of a group. But it's a really great opportunity to get coaching, to hear people get coached. It's such a powerful, powerful format. But the thing I love about Facebook is it gives you the ability to ask questions through comments as well. So looking forward to moving the show there, and hopefully... A lot more of you will decide to tune in and join us. Now, here's the deal is I'm actually broadcasting the show from my personal profile. So if you just search Bob Heilig, make sure that we are connected. Follow me there so that you can see the the shows. And I'll be scheduling them every week. So you can actually go to my profile. You can click that you're going to attend and and you can get a notification when I go live. But uh, hopefully you'll decide to join us. And I'm looking forward to really connecting and serving a lot of you over there this year. But for those of you that maybe you never really had a chance to check us out on Clubhouse, I wanted to give you a little taste of what happens there. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to be sharing two different sessions with you today. And I want to kind of queue up both of these. So the first session is actually with Lisa. And the main overarching problem that Lisa has is that she is feeling exhausted by her business. She talks about, you'll hear in the session, Lisa talks about how it it feels so hard. It's a lot of work. Her experience of building her business was that she's put in a lot of time and effort, not for a lot of results. And when it's come to building a team, that's been an area that she's really struggled. I had spoken to her actually about a month before this recording, gave her a little bit of advice that actually helped her get a recruit, which was great. But then. Her challenge became, well, they signed up and they didn't do anything, right? So once again, it's hard. It's exhausting. Lisa wasn't realizing is that this was really this thing like it's hard was becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy for her because she believed it was hard because she had this red light story around that was really kind of from her past experience of the business, it was limiting the way that she was showing up in the, her business. So for any of you that are, are feeling or ever have felt burnt out or overwhelmed by your business, this is going to be a really, really important session for you. So we're going to dive right into it and you'll hear my conversation with Lisa. And then when we're done here, I'll hop back on and I'll kind of queue up the second session with Debbie.
1: I feel like it's just like a lot of work. Like I'm like, am I like just making a lot of effort? Like this one partner, like my one team person, she is like not super ready to get like dive right in. Like she's kind of like, okay, like I'm going to take it at my own pace and I'm going to learn about the products. And then I'm going to like, so she's like taking it kind of slow and I'm just Uh kind of like, let's hurry it up. Like, come on. Like, that's how I feel. And then.
0: So is the question, how do I lead or how do I work with somebody that's like that?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because right now I feel kind of exhausted because I'm trying to like. Right now, like the way that I'm, my business is working is I'm making like one time sales, you know, yeah. like I'm not. So I don't well have let,
0: like... let me help. Let's try to dig okay. into one specific thing okay. here so I can okay. so I can help you. Okay. You told me you feel exhausted. Yeah. What is the red light story that you tell yourself that makes you feel exhausted about your business? You, you just started to get into it for me but I wanted to pause so that we could set the context of what you were about to say. So you just started to tell me the red light story. You started saying, I feel like I'm building my business one by one So what do you think that makes you feel exhausted?
1: I feel like I have to do it all. Like, I feel like I have to like, I have to be like grinding and like making a lot of effort to make my business happen. And like, I feel like I have to, like no one's going to help me or I, even though I have like a lot of, like an incredible upline, like I just feel like I have to like do it all myself or I think that's yes. part of it. And then like,
0: and you're basing that belief off of what get clear on what you're doing
1: off of the fact that like I to have done this, like gone this far, like it does feel like a lot of effort. Like I've had yeah. to really like,
0: off make, Your past.
1: yeah. And, Exactly. Yeah.
0: So your past experience has been one where it has been a lot of work and hard and effort. You have done it all, all on your own for the most part, right? Okay. And that's where yeah. you're basing that belief. Now, here's what I want you to recognize. That's not everybody's experience. That's just yours. It's not hard for everyone. And it doesn't take a lot of effort. I mean, it takes it's effort, but it's not the effort that's the issue for you, is it? It's the effort that's not – see, the problem we run into is not working hard. It's when we are working hard and we don't get the expected results that we feel Mm. we should. That's where the heart comes in. But what I want you to recognize is your past experience of what it's like to build a business in this particular space is not everyone's, and it doesn't have to be that way. And you have to recognize that your current story around what it takes to build a business will never serve you, at least not achieving the goals that you have for yourself. So my the key question that you have to ask yourself, Lisa, is can you believe something different and can you have faith in that that thing could be true for you? you start doing things differently. And that's the key thing here. You can't just keep doing the same things you've always done and just think something different. You need to start by thinking something different, believing something more, and then ask yourself, what would I need to do differently? How would I need to feel different about myself? What actions would I need to take that maybe I haven't in the past to help make that thing a reality so it's almost like let's believe that something is true even before it's not and let's figure out how these the the actions that we would need to take to make it be true it starts with what you're thinking and what you're believing Mm -hmm. you're never going to be successful and you certainly will never be free feeling exhausted Mm -hmm. so that has to change
1: yeah yeah i mean i think this feels right on i feel like it's like really like the that's what i i tie my like value to like the results you know so like when the results don't happen or like like it's slower then i'm like oh like it, it just feels very like yeah it's it, it that's a challenge yeah. and so i like what you're saying like kind of taking what different results can i take
0: with yeah, a different what, mindset. Here's what you're not doing, Lisa, that's so important. You're not celebrating yourself for the small wins along
1: mm-hmm. the way.
0: You probably did it in the moment like when you recruited that new person. You felt really good about yourself, right? Yeah. Right, you felt really good about yourself like I I I did something, right? I'm I'm making progress, but the problem was she didn't really do anything hers, herself. Right? Yeah. So you started just focusing on that. Then now you slip back into that red light story. Well, what did I do wrong as a leader? Or see, this always happens. Now I got to go find someone else. You slip back into that red light thinking. You Mm -hmm. lost sight of appreciating what you did. And now you're right back in that negative space, those negative feelings, getting back out there trying to build your business. One of the most difficult things, and I recognize that this is easier said than done, is truly learning how to detach our our sense of self worth from other people's results. The people you recruit to your team, what they do or don't do does not determine your worth in no capacity ever. Now, your value as a leader is in some way determined by other people's results, right? Because as a leader, we recognize there are like, we can be someone in relation to someone else and influence them to do things that they may not have done otherwise. So we can be a more valuable leader by increasing our own belief in ourselves and our own leadership skills. Like that's an actual tactical thing that you can do. You can get someone to talk to someone else if, and they would have not have done it if it weren't for you. You can teach a coachable person the right things to say, teach them the right things to think. Like you can guide someone that's willing to do the work. If you don't have the leadership ability and skills to do that, more often than not, those people will fail. But as you become a better leader, you can help more people win. That's valuable. But none of that determines your worth. And that's where we run into a problem, is we make other people's failures mean something fundamentally less about ourselves. That's the red light thinking that's always going to hold you back. You're not responsible for other people's success. You are responsible to their success.
1: Mm, I'm writing this down.
0: <laughs> so, so when we talk about the number one skill, the number one skill by far, that every single one of you has to master going into 2022. By the way, this is the number one focus of what we're going to be helping people with in this boot camp that we're doing. But the number one skill all of you have to master is managing your own mind. It is the most important and the first thing that this thing that we teach called Love Serve Grow, what it requires people to do, recognizing that if you are feeling stuck or bad, about your business in any way or yourself in it, it's because you have some level of thinking that's not serving you. You've created, we call them the red light stories, but most people, they're not even aware why I'm stuck, why I'm overwhelmed, why am I so afraid? It's because there's a story there that's not serving you. So you have to recognize it, you have to understand the relation that it has to your results, you also have to recognize that it's not you and it's not true. It's just something you decided or it's one way of looking at things. And then in that space, of we call it detachment of seeing it for what it is, getting it out of your head. It's just a story. It's not me. Now you get intentional on what do you want to think and how do you want to feel? Look, you need to feel good about your business And you need to feel good about yourself in your business. You need to feel good about your goals every day or you will never become free and you will never achieve your goals. What you really want, everything we do in life is driven by how we want to feel. You should not feel bad about these things. The only reason why you feel bad is because you haven't learned how to manage your mind. So this is the number one thing that every single one of you needs to do better in in 2022. And that, bringing it right back to you, Lisa, This is the assignment for you still. You've made some strides. You're recognizing red light stories. You're learning how to create green light stories, which is really just shifting and focusing on the positive, right? Appreciating instead of expecting, right? Recognizing and celebrating yourself for the small wins instead of always focused on how far you have to go and what you haven't done. You're doing that. And it's starting, you're starting to see some visible signs of progress but it's a decision that you have to make every day
1: yeah and like what you're saying is kind of like holding both like and like maybe I can just share like since we spoke like it was so hard for me to talk to anyone about the business and all this stuff would come up for me and like like you know they'd have like a full-time job and I remember you saying like well, great. If they have a full-time job, that is hard. Like, that's why they should do the business kind of thing. And I've like been saying that to people and people are like a lot more open, you know, like they're not like, okay, yeah, sign me up. I'll do it tomorrow. But they're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Like, and so I feel like there's i I'm like a lot more like freely talking about the business opportunities. And then also like I did do a market. I've done two markets last week and this week. And last week I, I did like $700 in sales. And yesterday I did like 30 or something dollars, but I was like, okay. Like I showed up for both experiences. And so I feel like I'm having like, and I hit the highest, my highest, I don't know how you call it, but like sales, like last month was like my highest ever. And so and i ranked up and you know so i feel like it's like like i like what you're saying like recognizing the success because it's so much easier for me to be like but i have you know all this other stuff to do and it's not happening fast enough
0: yeah so that's a perfect example there's always going to be a bucket of things that we could appreciate ourselves for and and look there's a this is a clearly visible one for you i mean you you have results that you could celebrate that you could appreciate yourself for but even if you don't Sometimes the appreciation just comes from the recognition that you're showing up in your business in a way you never have. It's the appreciation for your own internal growth for those like the small wins. The small wins can't be tied just to results because there won't be enough evidence of that. But if you really force yourself every day, maybe your win for the day was that you literally, you set aside an hour to work your business and you worked it for that hour and you didn't let anything else distract you. Who cares what other people did or said? Most, almost everyone in this profession will sit down for an hour, they'll work their business and they're, they will feel bad or good about that hour based on what the people said that they talked to during that time. And that is a formula that will fail you a hundred percent of the time. Because we do not have control over whether somebody answers our messages, whether they say yes or no. We don't have control over that. We can influence it, but we don't have control over it. So we give up our power as a human being when we attach our sense of self-worth to things that we have no control over. But what you do have control over is showing up. What you do have control over is minding your commitments. What you do have control over is practicing personal integrity and doing the things that you said you would do. What you do have control over is what you think. Mm. And a big part of what you think needs to be the beliefs that you have and the core belief, one of the core beliefs that we try to instill in all of our students that we get from this love, serve, grow concept, success is not a result. You are not successful because you got a result. You are successful because you showed up and you did the work in an intentional way with purpose. That is service. That is love. Success is loving and serving so that you can grow. You're a success every day that you show up and serve and become a better version of yourself. That is process, which by the way, Every feeling that you really want is only found in the present moment of the doing. It is never found in the getting. You'll never find fulfillment and joy and feelings of worthiness in a check or a rank or a new recruit. It'll never happen. These are things that you create in the present moment by changing the way fundamentally that you look at your business and yourself inside of it.
1: So, how would you suggest, like, minds like changing the way that? I look at the business or my business
0: by changing the way you look at yourself because you are the context for everything in your life. You have to see yourself differently and apart. And when you start seeing yourself differently, right? Realizing that you are worthy because you exist, not because you've done anything and that you are capable and you start looking for the talents and the, and the abilities that you have inside of you these seeds of greatness that we don't nourish because we don't see them, we don't recognize them, we take them for granted, right? You start really focusing not on what you're not, but what you are. You celebrate the small wins. And that, here's the secret, Lisa, you will automatically start seeing your business differently. Because when you don't need someone to say yes to you for you to feel better about yourself anymore, it allows you to focus more on the service side of things, which is truly giving and focusing on helping other people. But you can't serve and you can't focus on helping other people if in the back of your mind you need some kind of a result in order to feel worthy yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, this all really resonates. It almost like makes me emotional just like connecting to it. Cause I just feel like, yeah, yeah. Like it's just hard to like see my own value sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, so the emotional side of it is important. We have to embrace that. We have to lean into it because most people resist it. We don't like doing this work. We don't like thinking these things because it makes us feel a way that we don't like, but what we haven't yet really come to terms with is that's important, that's an important step. The fastest way to freedom is to feel your feelings. And as a matter of fact, you will never, I don't care, you can make all the money in the world and you can have all the free time in the world. All the traditional notions of success in this profession that everybody tells you is how you succeed. What most people think is freedom. It's just having a lot of money and a lot of time. It's not. Because you will never be totally free until you have the courage and the confidence to feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. Because on the other side of your feelings is the awareness that you are not your feelings. And it's the awareness that it's your thoughts, not the reality or truth of your life that's making you feel the way that you feel. But you gotta get all this stuff out of your head. You gotta feel the feelings. Because the more you feel the feelings, right? It's the it's the, you know, another way to say it is. Most of us spend our entire life inside of our business pursuing comfort and security, right? We yeah. do things. We only do the things. We're constantly making these calculations. Yeah. Do I think I can do this? Do I think they'll say yes? Everything we do is it's seeking comfort and security. We want to be in control. And we're willing to give up a sense of control only to a certain degree that we think that we're, we're willing to or capable of. But that's in direct opposition of success and freedom. That's in direct opposition of purpose and impact. Because those things are only achieved through uncertainty and letting go of control. Growth only happens when you start embracing discomfort, not comfort. Discomfort is the currency of your dreams. And your ability to embrace it every day and accept it, actually celebrate it, as crazy as that sounds. I learned to celebrate discomfort. I learned to love it. It's almost like that perverse sense that you get when you start a new workout regimen. Mm-hmm. And the pain that you feel is you resist it so much in the beginning, but then you learn to love it. Because think about it for those of you that are like fitness motivated, if you're not feeling pain, you know you're not growing. Right, like my, my wife says this all the time. She'll complain, she'll go, Yeah, I did this workout, but I'm not sore. So I didn't like it. <laughs> right? I didn't get sore. I didn't like it. See, she knows pain is growth. Soreness shows that she's becoming better. We have to learn to embrace pain. That comes from discomfort. But you'll never be able to do that unless you fundamentally start to believe. That you are capable of more.
1: Mm, I must be doing something right because I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> in this business. I feel like it's like it makes my skin feel on fire, and I feel like I want to throw up a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I don't know. Like maybe I can like accept that more or something, and that will be less exhausting. But I definitely feel like i am tolerating a lot of discomfort
0: well that's a good sign so just change the way change the way that you look at it oh
1: that's awesome yeah because
0: all, all that really is what is it it's just a, it's just a, it's just something you tell yourself every day you, you you're just reminding yourself that that's good and that just gives you enough confidence or, or you feel good enough to be able to say okay but w- but we, we can only tell ourselves it's good is if we're not focused on the end result, and we are focused on the process, and we do recognize that that's where we need to celebrate ourselves. Mm-hmm. That feeling—it's just the belief that feeling sore every day at some point, we're going to look better and we're going to feel better. We know that.
1: Yeah.
0: So if you're uncomfortable every day in your business, if you're feeling to oh, a good result for your business,
1: are you cut out for a second? But I think you said something like if you're feeling uncomfortable every day, it's going to be good for your business.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) That's wild. I'm like, really? That's crazy. This is crazy. Like, and it really is a lot of personal development. It really stretches me beyond what I thought I was capable of.
0: Yeah. I think Lisa, that's, that's the answer for you is just to recognize that there isn't anything else that you need to do. And that's just, what is that? That's just the, that's the pattern. That's self-sabotage. It's, it's like we start seeing progress, but then we automatically focus on, well, that, you know, it can't just be that there has to be something else. No, it, it's just that it's just doing the little things and it's just, but it's giving it time to really take root and fundamentally change you and your business, but it will happen. Just mm-hmm. keep going, keep doing and watch what happens.
1: Okay. This is so inspiring. It's like really what I needed to hear. And, uh, yeah, it feels so great to check in with you. It feels exciting. All the expansion that you're going into too. It's inspiring to me.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm inspired to hear your story and, um, just hopefully you found, I mean, I thought this conversation was really amazing. So hopefully you got some value out of it. And if nothing else, let me just give you the reassurance to Tell you you're already on the right track, so just have the clarity to just continue to do the exact same things that you're already doing.
1: That's so helpful. <laughs> it's yeah. so encouraging. I like really needed to hear that. So I really appreciate you bringing me up here to talk with you. I'm like, yeah, it's exactly what I needed to hear to like just keep going. I'm like, okay, I heard it from Bob. Just keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Okay, and uh, Appreciate this conversation. That's awesome. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was a great session, wasn't it? I just thought it's so indicative, though, of what most of us do to ourselves. right? We're not aware of these red light stories that we have that are influencing the way that we see our business. And like I shared with Lisa, here's what I want you to realize. Success doesn't have to be hard, right? Working hard and something being hard are two very different things. You can work hard and feel totally fulfilled and inspired and energized by your business, but that only comes from having the right mindset. So hopefully you got some value out of that conversation with Lisa. The second session here, we're going to chat with Debbie. Now, Debbie has an interesting issue that we actually see a lot in our programs. So Debbie is this person that is so driven by service. Now, what you didn't hear, and we, we kind of edited this down just to make it short and sweet for you, but she talks about how she is involved with really involved with giving back in charity a school in the Dominican Republic and how she feels this sense of purpose around wanting to help people and make a difference in the world. It's the most important thing to her. And that's the reason why she got into her business. And we see this a lot, where we see these people, and most of you probably fall into this category being a part of our community. You probably heard me talk about love, serve, grow, talk about service. And you were like, yes, this is in alignment with what I want to do. And you have this intention where you really want to help people and you really want to serve. But... When you look at the results of your business, you're struggling in that area. So it's almost like there's, you're out of alignment where you want to help and you want to serve and you're trying, but you're not able to actually do that. See, here's the thing I want you to realize. The results of your business are the scoreboard for service in your business. And I think a lot of times we have these people that are kind of like, well, I'm not in it for the money. I'm not in it for the recognition. I'm in it to help people. And I'm like, but what you fail to realize is that's your current story. It's actually limiting you. See, the money and the ranks, those are a measuring stick of your ability to serve and grow. So if you're not making money, if you're not rank advancing, if you're not growing and seeing progress, then you're not really serving. You're not changing lives. That's the beauty of this profession is we get paid to change other people's lives. Money is the scoreboard of your ability to do that, serve and grow every day in your business. And Debbie's somebody that has this intention and this heart to serve, but she's not allowing herself to serve because she's stuck in fear. I share with her, and it's a really powerful kind of realization for her about how in order for us to truly be able to serve and help in the way that we feel called to, we have to change fundamentally where we're, what we're leading with in our business, and that's love. And love starts with belief in yourself. See, it was Debbie's lack of belief in herself when it came to her business. This is what was limiting her ability to really serve and influence others. So if you're somebody motivated by service but struggling to create results, I know so many of you kind of find yourself in that place. This will be a really important conversation for you. So let's jump into the conversation with Debbie, and then I'll hop back on here when we're done just to kind of wrap everything up. You
2: know, like, maybe I guess I'm not supposed to do it. I mean, I don't know. I just... I have a really hard time figuring out the red light stories and, and really not the red light story, but so much the green light story that I'm supposed to have from that. And
0: why are you doing this?
2: Why am I doing the business? Yeah. Well, I feel that it's beneficial for everybody on the planet and, and it can help so many people and okay. I want to help. People.
0: Okay. Well, let's start with you. How can I help you?
2: I don't know. I mean,
0: well, maybe that's the problem. <laughs>
2: I don't know that I want it to help me. I want to help other people.
0: And okay. how do you help other people?
2: Well, I can help them in a load of different ways. I how mean, do you, you know,
0: want to help other people.
2: I want to help them solve their problems, but then I feel like I'm
0: so you want to serve. problems onto people. You, okay. Let's, let's take one red light story at a time. You're giving me too many here. Let what, how do you want to help people by serving them? Right. You said that I think. Right. Okay. So service is only possible through what? What has to happen before service?
2: Well, I have to
0: find a need. You have to find a what?
2: A need? How can I serve somebody if I don't want to know what they need?
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. But we're jumping ahead. What needs to happen before service? Just think of the three words that we teach.
2: Love. Okay.
0: So you can only, only love allows you to serve. You got that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Fear will never allow you to serve. You can have... An intention to serve, you can have a heart to serve, you can want to help, but you'll never truly be able to come from a place of service if you are leading with fear. And what is fear? Fear is a lack of belief in ourself. Mm -hmm. Okay? So here's the counterintuitive part about this. Here's the, I have to slow down before I speed up. Here's the blind spot for almost everybody in this profession that feels the way that you feel. You can't give a gift to someone else that you don't first give to yourself. Love is belief in yourself. Love is everything that we've been talking about today on the show. You are not allowing yourself to serve because of your lack of belief in yourself. That's
2: right. Because I don't, I mean, you know, it's been a long time. and everybody's- sees me my family my friends everybody and you know i'm sure they're all like why is she wasting her time and what does she you know
0: is that true is that true
2: i think so
0: (laughs) how do you know uh because i think the words i think do not equate truth it's either true or or you don't know and if the answer is i don't know for certain then it's not true. See, this is one example of what you do to yourself moment to moment every day that keeps you from what you really want. You think all these things. Everybody's thinking, why is Debbie still doing No, they're not, Debbie. They're not thinking that. Because you want to know who they don't spend most of their time thinking about? (laughs) Me. You. Listen, this is a message that I will say to you and I say it to you because you know that I'm only going to give it to you. You know, I say it from a loving place. But I say it to you because we all need to hear it. And I'm talking to myself. You are not nearly as important as you think you are. People are not sitting around thinking about Debbie. Just like they're not sitting around thinking about Bob or any one of us. And Debbie, even when you are in a conversation with them, they are still not thinking about you especially when it comes to this business, what they're thinking about is what can you do for them? Now, this is not the case with every person in the world, right? Certainly from time to time, we'll have people thinking of us. We could, you know, we hope that our most loved ones, that they think of us. And that's true. But most people, when we're talking about our business, people that are, they're not thinking about you. They're barely paying attention to you. But what do we do? We create this narrative in our mind around all this stuff that causes us to feel completely powerless and paralyzed with fear. And all it is, is literally just a construct in our own mind and not for nothing. Even if it were true, even if there were a handful of people that you knew that were thinking that. If you are going to allow what they think of you keep you from showing up and sharing your gift with the world, then shame on you. Because those people will never be prospects for your business. And also, by the way, those people are probably not really people that you would want in your life anyway. Because the people that I want in my life are not the ones that are sitting on the sidelines wishing and waiting for me to fail, cheering my demise. They're the ones that want to encourage me and inspire me along the way that will pick me up when I stumble and fall. So if nothing else, this thing we call a business is just a sorting tool for the people that we really need to have in our life.
2: See, here I am thinking that I was like just being lazy. I mean, you know, I I get up in the morning, I work out, I do this, I do that. I wave to people in the street and I just haven't had the... You know, I don't make the time to settle down and and do the business. But you know, like when the sales were up, I wanted to make sure that my friends didn't miss out on what was going on. And I actually worked for a few days, and and I had like two thousand dollars in sales, which is like more than I had, you know, if you added the last three months together.
0: Well, let's examine why that is. Let's examine why that is. Why did you show up and make sales? in that period of time when on an, on every day it's a struggle for you, what was different?
2: Well, like I said, I didn't want my friends to miss out. I,
0: I wanted why? to go What this. was different? What was so, different? Because. Because it was, watched, it was yeah. cheaper because it was right. free. Right. Right. So okay. you believed, you believed that was the reason why they were going to buy. Mm hmm. That gave you the confidence and the excitement to share with them. Mm -hmm. I have news for you. That's not the reason why they bought. It was your belief. That's why they bought. Mm -hmm. See, here's the secret to success. You don't need a sale to have belief. If the story in your mind is that people don't buy because it's cheaper and because it, you know, a price, because they get something for free, they buy because there is inherent value in what I'm offering them, and then I have something that I know can transform their life, and that gives you the confidence and the excitement. They will buy from you every single day, not just when there's promotions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's what's interesting. This, Debbie, this is evidence that you are 100% capable of doing this anytime you want. You just haven't. I love that you say I don't make time for my business because that is true. It's not that there's not time. You don't make time. You know that. That's good. But why do you not make time? You don't make time because you're so caught in this red light thinking, so stuck with self doubt and fear. You're not even willing to start.
2: I mean, part of the other thing is, I mean, I reach out to people. I like to talk. So I we'll have conversations and it will go back and forth 20 times. And I never know when to jump in and ask. And then, you know, I've gone through the work that you gave us about, you know, how to build questions that will relate to the business that you can answer. And, you know, sometimes like I actually have really wild success and I think, holy crow, what's going to happen now? I'm never going to have time to do anything else. And my family's going to suffer and I'm not going to have time. So,
0: Perfect example. What is that? Red light story. (laughs) Oh, things are going. I just recruited five people. Oh my God, how am I going to keep up with this? I'm not going to have any time for my family. I'm not going to be able to work my job. Right? This is what we do. We spiral. We spiral. We spiral. We spiral. We spiral. spiral. This is what you do to yourself. You've got to wake up to the fact that this is happening and catch yourself and say, Debbie, we're not going to do that to ourselves anymore. Okay? Mm -hmm. Let's get really clear circumstances i just recruited five people i have to support them in some capacity that's the facts i've got a family okay these are just the facts let me find some kind of a story or let me find a way to look at all these circumstances that doesn't make me feel overwhelmed or afraid but actually makes me feel excited because if you show up from a positive mindset if you're feeling good You'll be able to see possibilities and solutions to your problems that are always right in front of you. You just don't see them coming from a place of fear.
2: And, you know, I mean, that I, I, it seems like when I listen to your calls, I think, bloody hell, that is so much work. These people are, you know, the way.
0: How does that make you feel? Not good. OK, then don't think that anymore. <laughs> OK, like, like straight up. It's that simple, Debbie. It's not that you don't think that anymore, but when you think it and it makes you feel negative, you recognize "Uh -uh, no more, right? No more. Mm -hmm. Look, it's not. Look, am I saying it's not a lot of work? It is a lot of work. Okay. Like, let's be real here. We're building a business. Businesses are a lot of work, but it's not the work that we're resisting. It's the work without the results. Mm -hmm. See, you're only resisting a lot of work because your experience of work is, I don't get anything for it. Mm -hmm. Your experience of work is random and scattered, ineffective. Mm -hmm. It needs to be simple. It needs to be clear. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be productive. And if that's the case, guess what? you're not worried about hard work anymore because working hard at something that's changing lives will light you up. It won't drain you. Right. So here's my assignment for you. I want you with this new level of awareness to just get recommitted to doing what you already know how to do, which is practicing the formula Mm -hmm. and building the skill of managing your mind. Now my assignment to you is simple. Anytime you catch yourself between now and the end of the year, well it sounds like you're on vacation, right? No, I lived there for six months, so Okay, so anytime you catch yourself over the next seven days Mm -hmm. feeling bad in Mm -hmm. any capacity, pause and recognize that you just told yourself a red light story. Okay. And you you pause and you say, Okay, I feel overwhelmed. Why? What did I just think? What story did I just tell myself that made me feel that way? You write it down Mm -hmm. and then you say, is that true? Get it out of your head. Is it true? You know, you told me, well, it's, it's, you know, it's going to be a a hard work. How do you know for certain? You You don't. Because it hasn't happened yet. And by the way, the question, see, fear will always lead us to ask this question. How am I going to do it? Wrong question. Love and service will lead us to ask a different question. Who's going to help me get there? Feels different, that question, doesn't it? Yeah. Feels doable. Yeah. Yeah. I always
2: that people can help. I mean, your program can help. Like, I don't have to. Well, yeah,
0: to. It, it, could be, it could be us. It could be team members, right? You show up for more of a positive space, you're going to start attracting people that you haven't in the past. Right. But it starts with what we're talking about here. So for the next seven days, I just want you, not from a place of judgment, not from getting discouraged, because the natural tendency will be, Debbie, man, what you're... Man, I didn't realize how screwed up you were your red light stories all over the place. That's judgment. Right. That's not love. That's fear. Just from a level of awareness, huh? Curiosity. Isn't it interesting how much I just automatically focus on the negative? Right. That's what you need to do. Your thoughts are not you, your feelings are not you. They are just things in your head. They are the natural human response. There's always negative and positive. So managing our mind means let's become aware of these red light stories without making it mean anything less about us. Because if you do that, you're never going to transform your thinking. Just start paying attention. Become the watcher of your mind. That might be a good way to just think about it for the next seven days. But don't just watch it in your mind. Get it out on paper and start becoming intentionally aware of when this happens.
2: Yeah, that's it. I don't ever put it on paper. I think it through, but
0: yeah you're never going to you're never going to transform yourself in your it, look you will not solve a problem at the same level that you created it right you created it with your unconscious thinking you can't solve it you can't think your way through a problem like that you have to change there needs to be a pattern interrupt you you're, the problem is is you are identifying with your thoughts and feelings. You are attached to them. They're part of your identity that you think that's who you are. It's not. When you get them out of your head, when you write them down, it creates detachment. You see them for what they are. They're just a bunch of words on a piece of paper. But the other thing is this. When you shine a light on this fearful thinking, you start to recognize it for what it really is. You'll never, Debbie, just I'll I'll say this with absolute certainty. You will never transform your business unless you write this stuff down. Never. Right. Ever. Ever. Nothing will ever change for you until you do what I just told you to do.
2: Right.
0: So it's your decision whether you do it or not.
2: I'll do it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I've been wanting to get on forever, but I was too chicken. (laughs) I thought. But it wouldn't be helpful to anyone and you wouldn't be able to help me. So thank you so much. And I will definitely do that.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, thanks for being here. And thanks for being so honest and open. And I'm really excited to hear how this little experiment or little exercise goes for you.
2: Okay. I'll put it on the Facebook page.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right, Debbie. Have a great day. Take care. All right, everybody. Uh, Just one final reminder here. May not be my last time ever on Clubhouse, I can't say that for certain, but today is the last time we'll be broadcasting the show here on Clubhouse. I'm not leaving you, we're just switching platforms starting in 2022. Uh, I'm going to be doing Facebook Live audio rooms, so if, if you haven't had a chance to be on one of these yet, just think about Clubhouse on Facebook with all of the features of Facebook, comments in the news feed, shareable, closed captioned, like... It's really cool stuff. So we're going to be moving the show to Facebook. These events are ha- actually happen on my personal profile. So you won't be able to find them on my page. You're going to have to just search my name, my personal profile. You'll see me start to schedule events here over the next couple of weeks. So make sure that we're connected there. But I'll be starting in mid the third week of January, Monday mornings at 9 a.m. We will be broadcasting weekly on facebook but i'll make certain to get a show at least one show between now and then going there so hopefully we can connect over there be way easier for you to share with your teens and um hopefully we can continue to serve and and grow this community that we've created here so with that being said merry christmas happy holidays to all of you happy new year and I, i can't wait to kick things into high gear with all of you heading into 2022 so we can help you make that your best year ever. So have a great day, everybody. Take care. Such a powerful conversation with her, isn't it? And I think that's the constant reminder to us. We can't give a gift that we haven't first given to ourselves. That's the reason why every part of the Love Server framework is so critical. You can't have one without the other. All three pieces put together, it will completely transform your business and your life. So those are just... Two examples of what we do every single week, what we've done every single week over the last year on Clubhouse. Thanks to all of you that have been supporting us there, part of that community. It's been so amazing to spend that intimate time with you, helping you. And I hope that you decide to join us on Facebook. And for those of you that haven't been on Clubhouse, hopefully you'll tune into the show and see what we have to offer. I think you'll find that it's gonna be a really powerful way to start your week every day to get you in the right mindset so that you can go out and make, start making progress towards your goals. So once again, Monday, January 16th, we will kick off the show. Make sure you check it out on my personal profile. Just follow me uh, at Bob Highleg. And hopefully I'll get a chance to speak to you over there. So have a great day, everybody. I love and appreciate you all for being here. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care.